Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 177. I uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, I am currently on the road uh, on Interstate 16, uh, again, here in Georgia. And uh, it's about 722 in the morning. And I'm um, headed down to a school district in south, uh, kind of south middle Georgia, if you want to call it that. And uh, just excited to be able to talk to you guys about uh, a couple things here, something that I uh, just felt prompted by Holy Spirit to talk to you about. Um, I know that I've had victory in this area, and uh, I wanted to share this with you guys, uh, just kind of the process that I had to, you know, work through to overcome the the world system and, you know, really just the whole entire thing, and it's, and it's actually regarding debt, okay, debt, financial debt, specifically. Now, um, the reason why this all got prompted was I, I'm I woke up this morning and the Holy Spirit said, hey, I want you to go on downstairs and uh, get you some coffee. You know, it's just my just my normal M.O. Uh, whenever I get up in the morning, especially if I'm in a hotel, which I was in a hotel this morning. And I go downstairs and get a cup of coffee, uh, come back up and, you know, have my quiet time before I get my day started. So as I'm down there in the, in the lobby, the hotel and it's early it's like five o'clock in the morning um, I'm there's no one else in 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 the hotel lobby uh, there's I guess the lady that's uh, in the kind of kitchen area preparing the breakfast uh, for all the guests uh, in the morning she's in there doing her thing and uh, so forth well you know I'm uh, I'm just standing there and you know normally in a hotel lobby here here in the states in the in America uh, tr- traditionally, they have a television, <laughs> some sort of TV uh, going. And as I'm pouring my coffee and, you know, just kind of getting it prepped and so forth, I overhear this, you know, commercial. Really, it's more of an infomercial, all right, an infomercial because it was actually longer than a normal commercial was. And it's it was all about, you know, getting out of debt. And it was all about, you know, this company... Uh, being able to help consolidate your debt if you got over ten thousand dollars worth of debt, whether it be student loans, uh, you know, credit cards, car notes, whatever it is that you have debt. If you have over ten thousand dollars of debt, you know, you can call us. We'll help you get out of debt. We'll help you consolidate, you know, your payments. Help you save money. And, you know, you can work with us and we'll make that happen. We have certified people. And I didn't know this. They, they touted about every person that uh, you call uh, for this, you know, whatever company. Uh, you know, these people are certified. I didn't even know this was a thing, but I guess it is. There are certified debt 
consolidators, uh, I, I guess, or, you know, people that are to, certified to be able to help uh, get your debt uh, out. And anyway, um, I just felt, you know, I, as I was sitting there, just I probably caught maybe, you know, probably two or three minutes of it. And, you know, they had the normal thing about, you know, uh, the people that they interviewed and, and you know, we, we interviewed these people and they said that they helped us out getting out of debt and, you know, uh, anyway, it just, it just, it just was something that just, you know, kind of the Holy Spirit was like, Tyler, I need you to talk about this. So I'm like, here, okay, let's talk about it. So I guess let me tell you a little quick uh, story on me of kind of where I was at and, you know, really kind of how I first got into debt. Uh, way back in the day. So growing up, um, I really had no concept of debt. Um, I, you know, my parents, uh, I guess maybe if I had to guess what a concept of debt was, uh, as I was growing up, it was, you know, my mom and dad said, yeah, we would, uh, we would, uh, you know, in purchasing a car, I remember this, in purchasing a car, we buy the car. Uh, this is what they would tell me. We buy the car, but you know, when the first uh, bill came due or the first note on the financing, um, you know, came due, we would normally either pay the vehicle off within the first two to three payments, right? So there was really, you know, quite honestly, you know, they, my parents probably utilized the whole debt, you know, scenario to get a better, you know, price on the vehicle. And then all of a sudden, you know, in one to two payments later, they pay it off. Uh, that was just kind of how my parents did. Now, and granted, they never called it debt. They never called it anything. So I had no idea what debt was. I, I really was naive uh, to, to debt. And um, it wasn't until a college that I started learning, I started to understand, you know, that, you know, I was taking business classes and they would talk about, you know, a company's debt load, a, you know, a, uh, they would just have the, all these financial terms. And so that was stuff I was learning. Well, right before I was getting ready to get married, um, I was, I was going to, I needed to buy Amy a ring and I, I decided to, you know, take, you know, the money that I had saved up, uh, which was, I, good chunk of change. I mean, even today's standard, I would say it was, I mean, for a, for a wedding ring, it was, it was decent. Okay. I'm, um, it was, <laughs> it was, it was a decent chunk of change. I mean, and, um, I remember walking into Reed's jewelry store in the mall and called Myrtle square mall, which has actually doesn't even exist anymore. Walking into the mall and, <laughs> Um, the sales lady comes up to me and says, sir, are you looking for a ring and so forth? And, you know, I'm like, yes, ma'am, I am actually looking for an engagement ring. And she starts asking me questions and so forth. And, uh, you know, how big the stone was. And I was, you know, again, clueless. I mean, this was not during the day of the internet, so I had no idea. So anyway, short story is, is that I get this ring, I, I'm, you know, working this whole entire opportunity or deal with this jewelry store about this ring. Okay. I mean. I, I kind of haggle with them a little bit over the price of the ring. You know, it's just kind of what I was taught to do. And one of the things that the manager of the actual company said to me, which 
again, me being naive and me not being coached or counseled about debt, uh, the manager said, hey, look, you know, I know that uh, you've got, you know, a certain amount of cash uh, that you're going to, you know, pay for this ring and, you know, pay in full for it, you know, but hey, let me, let me, I'm going to cut your deal. I'll, I'll give you, I can't remember the uh, the amount, 10% off or whatever it was, or I don't even know. I'll cut you even more of a deal if you finance um, at least $500 of the ring, okay? And um, and then that'll also help up your credit score and help you, you know, uh, be in good standings with, you know, your creditors, you know, that you're showing that you've actually had credit. Because I didn't have a credit card or anything. I had no idea what, what I was doing. And quite honestly, I said, sure, let's do it. <laughs> I, I didn't call my parents. I didn't call anybody. I just said, sure, 500 bucks, you know, finance that. You know, little did I know that the financing was, you know, on like, you know, 21%, 23% interest rates on $500. Um, and I remember I got this little, I, I remember I got a little coupon book uh, from them. And, and then, you know, I got the ring, uh, paid the rest in cash. All right. And I financed the $500 and, you know, I was off, I got the ring and I was going to propose to Amy. Well, flash forward a couple months into the thing. And all of a sudden I remember, um, getting a phone call <laughs> from the, uh, from Reeves jewelry. Actually, I think it might've been the sales per sales girl that actually uh, called me. She was like, Hey, are you happy with the rings? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yes, ma'am. I am, you know, uh, the proposal went well and so forth. And she goes, that's great. And, you know, tell me about it and so forth. And at the end of the conversation, she says this, she goes, well, Mr. McCard, actually the real reason why I'm calling you, <laughs> I'm like, okay, is, you know, you missed your payment and you owe us, you know, whatever amount it was that I owed them. And that was my first experience of owing somebody money and getting called on that I owe somebody money. And man, it was a, it was a bad feeling. Oh, oh my gosh. I apologize. I didn't mean to miss a payment. I, I didn't realize I was only like a couple days late. Uh, let me scramble. Let me figure out how I can get you this money. And I mean, the, the amount of money might've been like, you know, uh, 50 bucks or something like that for a payment on this. And, you know, I, I can't remember how long I financed it for, but it was just, it was just that. Well, that was my first entry into debt whenever I was in college. And I, I look back on that now and I, I wish that my parents had coached me or at least kind of informed me of to stay out of debt and not to get into debt. And I know for me personally, um, you know, a little, you know, actually this past weekend, uh, Tyler Jr. and I, uh, he, he earned uh, a reward of uh, reading over the summer and he got to go to, he had got this ticket to go to Six Flags over Georgia. And so I took him to go to Six Flags and we had, a, had just an amazing time. It was great father-son bonding, you know, just had an awesome time with Tyler Jr. And, but the, what, what was awesome about it, even better about it, was just the opportunity that Tyler and I had to be able to talk about some real life stuff. 
And, you know, we've talked about a, a host of topics, but one of those topics was actually debt and how that people like, like I had, I did of borrowing money. And we were actually talking about cars uh, because Tyler's really kind of gotten in this whole thing about, you know, these sports cars, you know, every time he sees like a Mustang or a Camaro or, you know, or whatever he's, or a Corvette, he's, he's like, Hey, look, look, daddy, look, oh my gosh. And so, you know, but we talked about how, you know, how debt, you know, is not for you. Okay. Debt is, you know, putting yourself in a position where you're actually a slave to the lender. And that's what the Bible says. And I wanted to communicate that to him and, you know, just start this whole process with him of understanding how that you don't want to get into debt. You want to pay cash or get it, you know, to the point where you pay cash for everything. And, you know, if you haven't heard my, you know, testimony, guys, um, but, you know, uh, Amos Johnson Jr. of, of the... Uh, Church for Entrepreneur podcast interviewed me, goodness, about two, three years, well, four years ago, and uh, interviewed me on how we received um, a debt-free house. And um, that episode, I think, is like right around um, episode 112, 1, you know, 14, 15, somewhere in there uh, when I did that episode. I, I believe that's when I, I believe that's when it is. It's called the. Um, uh, it's called a special testimony, something like that. Uh, I didn't even number that actual episode. It's one of the only ones I didn't number. So anyway, <clears throat> I I want to talk. I just want to you know give you guys a couple key things that has helped me get to where I now today. After what going on five, six years now, uh, I'd say five years, uh, of being completely debt free, right? Of having debt freedom, no more debt, uh, being able to pay cash for cars, uh, cash for a house, uh, being able to pay cash for everything. You know, what, what, what took place with Tyler and Amy in order for that to happen, in order for that to manifest? Well, I'm going to give you really, you know, three, maybe four things that took place. Okay. Number one is I renewed my mind well enough to make God my complete source. Okay. And that was a process. It didn't happen overnight, but I had to, according to uh, Philippians 4.19, I had to make my God my source for everything and not look to the world's system of finance to be able to help me acquire something, okay? So that was a process. That still is an ongoing process, guys, because it is real easy to, you know, get tempted. I mean, that I, I had, if you, if you hear my story, uh, if you go back and listen to that episode of me getting out of, or receiving my house, uh, I kind of tell a story that actually, you know, Amy and I, 
we gotten out of debt completely and super, and it was supernaturally God did it back in 2000 I think 2004 where the house car notes uh, credit card stuff we supernaturally got out of debt all right and we stayed out of debt Amy and I actually stayed out of debt uh, for goodness about five, I'd say at least um, so it's 2004, 2000, yeah, 2010 was we got back into debt, okay, where that we, you know, got pressure and had, you know, felt the pressure of getting a house, and we got out of the rental home that we, we were renting from, uh, there's just some pressure and things of that nature, and we got into, the, got back into a house, got back into debt, and it was just a, um, an Ishmael situation. Let's just put it that way. Well, I I started to you know after after a, about a year or so of you know being back into debt at that time, I quickly started saying you know what I, I've got to renew my mind. And so I began listening to multiple you know uh, uh, sermons or you know podcasts that were talking about you know making God your source and how to get out of debt and um, and it wasn't that I was going to like the Dave Ramsey and I'm not even I don't want to downgrade anything that he does at all I just that was just not the way I the way the Holy Spirit led me to do things so here I was you know um, renewing my mind to the Word of God you know looking at how God supernaturally got people out of debt okay in the Word and so I was renewing my mind and, you know, doing those things. And I even went and uh, bought this whole entire teaching series uh, from uh, KCM, Kenneth Copeland Ministries, on, you know, uh, debt freedom. And it was uh, George Pearson's and Kenneth Copeland doing some teaching on that. And it really renewed my mind. And it led me into this whole entire process of actually, you know, getting, you know, receiving the house, receiving all the debt cancellation and getting back out of debt again. Uh, again, you know, through God. I mean, it, and I wouldn't even say supernatural, it's just the kingdom way. When I look back on it now, the kingdom got me out of debt. And it's kept me out of debt, by the way, for the last five, six years. And, you know, there's no plans. There is no plans. And after renewing my mind to this point... There's no plans of borrowing money again. So, number one, you've got to make God 100% your source. If you have a need, you've got to go to Him to get that need filled. Now, there's, I'm not going to say this, and this is just as a, you shouldn't have any condemnation or any, any, um, any there's no condemnation of actually if you're in debt right now or if you've actually just recently gotten to debt, okay? There's no condemnation about that. You know, it's just not God's best. Because the Bible doesn't say, you know, uh, it does say, oh, no man, anything except for love. And, you know, I, I don't really believe that you can build a whole entire, you know, uh, theology around that. But it does say in Scripture in multiple places that the borrower is servant or slave to the lender. And so that's not a very good position to be in at all. So I'm not sitting there advocating you get into debt. 
But I am sitting there saying that if you are in debt or if you have given debt, there's no condemnation. God can get you out of that. Okay? So, moving on. Second thing that you have to do is you have to hear from Holy Spirit on how to get yourself out of debt or how to, you know, like let's say you need to purchase a certain item, okay? And it's an immediate need or a need that you have then you need to be very uh, keen to listening to Holy Spirit about what you need to do. I, I'm uh, just as a as a as a as an example. There was the uh, woman I believe from Zarephath, or anyway, there was a woman that basically her husband had died. He had gotten into debt, and basically the creditors were coming to collect on the debt. And what they're going to do was take. Uh, her children from her because of the debts and put them into slavery and because of the debt that she owed because of what her husband had done and so she had an immediate need well she went to the man of God Elijah or either Elisha I can't remember went to him and said hey um, I've got this need my my husband served you I mean you can literally read it and I think it's in uh, either first or second Kings uh, but my husband served you, and you know because of that seed that he sowed of serving you, um, I'm here to ask a favor of you. Give me a word from the Lord to know what to do in my situation. I mean, that's in a in a roundabout way. That's Tyler McCart's uh, paraphrasing of that whole entire thing. But that's that's in in essence of kind of what was going on. And she asked what to do. Well. The word of the Lord came to the man of God and asked, you know, and gave her a specific instruction on what to do to be able to pay off the debt. And I can testify personally myself, and I know there's plenty of other people that can testify to this, but I can testify to this that guess what? You can do the same thing. All right? You can hear from Holy Spirit if you quiet yourself and listen. And that's, that's it. If you go back and listen to that episode uh, of How I Received My House Supernaturally, that's exactly what I did. I heard from the Lord on of, of what to do. And praise God, <laughs> praise the Lord, I obeyed. <laughs> and guess what? We're in a, you know, whatever, seven-bedroom house, five bathrooms, uh, house that is completely debt free, okay, and backs up on a golf course that's in a beautiful neighborhood. That you know we've got great neighbors. I mean, it's just a blessing what we have because Holy Spirit knew what was best, and you know, praise the Lord, Tyler, that's me, listened and went to the Holy Spirit about what to do. Okay, I got a word from the Lord on that. So that's number two. You need to get a word from the Lord, specifically about your situation, all right? Number three, number three, and this is a this is a biggie here, okay? I think this one is a biggie. Number three, you've got to live content. I go back to Philippians uh, 4. You've got to live content. You go and read Philippians 4, um, I think it might be verses 11, 12, 13, somewhere in there where it talks about Paul, you know, 
uh, living content. And that is, that, is, that is a great position to be in so that God can supernaturally or the kingdom can meet your needs when you live in contentment with your situation. I'll go ahead and tell you straight up right now that as of today, I, I'm the car that I'm driving is I'm in complete contentment with the Toyota Camry that I currently own. It's paid for. I don't owe a dime on it. But I know that um, I, I have a need um, and a want of another vehicle, okay? And I, I've sewn for it. I've, you know, uh, I've done everything that I, I felt led of the Holy Spirit to do. And I've been very diligent to do everything the Holy Spirit to do, tells me to do with, with you know, the steps in this. And quite honestly, guys, uh, it's been a year, over a year now, that I've believed God for that vehicle. And I am content. I, I'm, I'm just waiting on the Lord, seeking the Lord for Him to give me the right timing and the right outcome of, you know, doing what I need to do of purchasing the vehicle uh, that I would purchase debt-free, right? And yeah, so there you go. I, I, there's just an example of having to live in contentment, you know? Um, you know, I'm going to tell you that there's nothing wrong with renting your home or renting a home temp, you know, until you get a word from the Lord on buying a home if that's what you desire to do, okay? Um, you know, going to college. I mean, goodness, there's a big conversation piece right there. Um, you know, can you do that without going into debt? I mean, my goodness, I mean, that, right, that piece right there of, you know, going into debt for your education is so it's run rampant on our country right now that it's not even funny that when you graduate from college people are so up in debt and their eyeballs that they're they're not even I mean I've got I got a friend of mine right now he's 40 44 years old or 42 years old whatever it is and he is just now wrapping up paying off his student loans that's that to me is I just I bless you guys I mean you know get in the word man figure out how that God can supernaturally get you out of your situation so you don't have to sit there and pay interest and pay off that debt you know over you know a 20 year period and come on trust me and you know if you feel led to go back to school I would encourage you stay out of debt don't take the student loans right if you can't pay for it up front don't do it live in contentment until God gives you a supernatural word or a word from the kingdom of how to actually pay for something with cash because he can do that I mean it's just it's it's a trust me it's a beautiful thing sitting there open up your bank account and looking that, you know, you've got 
well over, you know, uh, a good about a uh, chunk of change in the in the actual uh, bank account, and you're totally out of debt. It's a great thing. Let me get a quick swig of water. Uh, actually, excess. All right. So those are the those are the kind of the three things that I would you know recommend to you. All right, you've got to make God your source. All right, you've got to make that quality decision that God's the one that's going to supply me with whatever I need. The kingdom is, and there are plenty of things. All right, to to learn how to do that. And number two, you've got to hear from the Lord on what steps or what actions you might need to take. I mean, you might. You might need, I'm just using him as an example, you might need to go the Dave Ramsey route, okay? Maybe you might need to do that. Or, you know, I know that Gary Cassini uh, has got a, you know, a way to do that as well uh, with his, uh, finance, uh, I think it's Ford Financial uh, that he's got, okay? There's just some resources that you, you might be led to do that. You might hear that and say, you know what, I, I, I'm going to call this Ford Financial thing and talk to them about how I can, you know, get out of debt and, you know, get out of it. Because I know that, uh, you know, Gary Cassini has got something out there that helps you get out of debt in like less than, you know, seven years or something like that. It's, you know, it's pretty awesome what he does. But again, you know, it's just something that I, there's an option out there. The Holy Spirit might lead you to do that, right? I mean, how Holy Spirit led Amy and I, Holy Spirit led Amy and I, and this is, you know, I feel like a, a way that, you know, I would just say a way that Holy Spirit led us. But I've heard from a lot of other people that have gotten out of debt supernaturally. This is how that they did it, too. And that's by giving. Okay? Um, and sowing seed. You know, to be able to get out of debt. Okay? That's a little bonus <laughs> right there. The And then the other one is living in contentment. Not keeping up with the Joneses. Not trying to, um, you know, if your if your uh, brother-in-law just brought a brand new sports car, that doesn't mean or a brand new bass boat doesn't mean you go out and buy one too. All right, uh, it, it just doesn't mean that. You know, you living in contentment uh, about about these things. Do not go into debt. If you can't pay cash, in my opinion, don't don't do it. Okay. So, whew, wow, that was actually a longer episode than what I thought. Um, Success as community, uh, I appreciate you guys. Hey, listen, if you do want to, an opportunity to give in the good ground, um, uh, I would definitely recommend uh, we're good ground here. Success as community, Success as podcast is a good ground to sow into. Um, so if you feel led to do that, you can go to and partner up with me. You can go to patreon.com backslash Tyler McCart. And if you'd like to uh, do that, I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, it's, not require, it's not a requirement, uh, but it's just a partnership if you feel led to do that, uh, led by the Holy Spirit to do that. The other thing that I'll tell you guys is, um, you know, I'm excited about where the Success Edge podcast is going. I'm, I'm happy to, to let you guys know that uh, we're, you know, uh, Continue to move forward. Over 80,000 downloads uh, of the Life of the Success Ed podcast. 
Uh, praise the Lord for that. Okay. So I'm, I'm excited about that. And uh, we're getting close to episode 200, which is uh, pretty cool. So SEC, know that you're blessed, highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthrough is upon you guys. And guess what, guys? We'll catch you on the other side. Yeah.